our communion meditation, we're continuing in, uh, briefly in Psalm 111. And so if you want to turn to Psalm 111, or turn on your phone, Psalm 111, we'll be focusing on verse 5 briefly, but I'd like to read verses 1 through 5. Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. So we've seen over the last uh, several weeks that because uh, the works of the Lord are great, they are mighty and honorable and glorious, they show us his glory, that they are to be remembered. We are to remember forgetting them or take for granted. And he made his wonderful works to be remembered by us to call continually who he is. Here this reminder, brothers and sisters, always of who he is and who we are. And now in verse 5, the first part of verse 5, it says, He has given food to those who fear him. This is right after uh, the Lord is full of compassion. So he is indeed good. He is indeed, uh, gracious and full of compassion uh, to all who him. And he gives us what we need. In Matthew 6.33, uh, we are to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be to us and be given to us. But he says, the Lord is on those who fear him. His eye is on you. Those who are always watching over us. Psalm 34 says, The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. So to those who fear him, the Lord is their deliverer. He protects us. He delivers us by his grace from our fears. Psalm 34, 9 says, Oh, fear the Lord you his want to those who fear him. So again, he according to Jesus. All these heavens are high above the mercy toward those who fear him. To those who fear him. And it goes on, As the father children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. He pities. He constantly shows his love for us, his mercy to us as we walk in fear of him, as we should rightly. Psalm 145 says, he will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. So he gives us the right desires, first of all, and then he fulfills those. Light yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 147 says, the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him. He delights in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. He is pleased, brothers and sisters, when we fear him and we hope in his mercy. And then Psalm 25 says, The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. So he reveals his truth and his covenant to those who fear him. So it's very clear from these scriptures that the Lord provides for his covenant children, for those who fear him, and he will ever be mindful of his covenant to us. And a good example of that is how he saved and provided for the people of Israel by bringing them uh, out of, uh, to Egypt, first of all, during a time of great famine to preserve them, and uh, then by liberating them from the bondage that they were under uh, to the Egyptians. And then they came back to the promised land uh, to continue to grow, and uh, because of, all because of his covenant uh, love for his own people. And so may we grow, brothers and sisters, in the fear of the Lord, May we grow in awe and wonder of the almighty holy God who loves us, who has redeemed us and adopted us as his own. He is our provider, and he keeps his covenants. In Psalm 11.5, the second half of Psalm 11.5, it says he will ever be mindful of his covenants. Now that's written for us, of course. Certainly the Lord is mindful of everything. He never forgets anything. So it's for us to remember that he is ever mindful of his covenant. And we should rejoice in that. He doesn't forget anything. 
But we need to remember this and to have confidence and peace that our God keeps his promises. In Exodus 2, God, uh, it says, God heard the groanings of his people and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. He remembers his covenant. In Psalm 105, he remembers his covenant forever, <clears throat> the word which he commanded for a thousand generations. A thousand generations. In other words, forever, eternally. And in Luke 1, it records what uh, Zacharias, who's John the Baptist's father, this is what he prophesied about the coming of the Lord. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. So when you think about it, our worship service, the whole worship service really is a covenant renewal. We're being reminded of God's grace to us, his love to us in the covenant of grace that he has made to us. And we see that clearly when we come to the table each week uh, to rejoice in the new covenant through the blood of the Lord Jesus. To remember as we drink the wine that he shed his blood to keep us as his people, to redeem us as his covenant people. So let's prepare our hearts now to come in the fear of the Lord to the table because he is the almighty holy God and also to re receive his covenant grace as we obey his command to remember him. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we are your people, called to be sons and daughters of the King and redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And we praise you by your grace for the marvelous covenant of grace that you have made with us through our Lord Jesus Christ and that you are teaching us to fear you and to exalt you, the only true and living God. And we praise you as the God who keeps and remembers his covenant, even when we are not faithful, because you cannot deny yourself. Oh Lord, even now we ask that you would prepare our hearts to rejoice in the signs of the covenant, which we are about to partake, and that we would remember what this covenant cost, the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.